0: leadership and beyond, surviving and thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and it is show number 234, January 19th, 2023. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, proud member of the Education Podcast Network, VoiceEd Radio Canada, iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you are tuning in. We appreciate uh, your support. And live here on facebook i see we have a number of people watching we got a big star on today i know uh, he's gonna have a number of uh, uh people tuning in so we are excited to meet phil rossetti phil is from maine phil is the assistant principal of the year not only in maine but also the n-a-e-s n-a-s-s-p assistant principal of the year secondary school principals um we got to meet phil in maine and i'm excited to talk to him tonight so welcome to show 234, Let's Get Rolling. I hope you are well. And if you are watching the show live, jump in, leave a question, leave a comment. Let me know how you know Phil. Uh, leave us a review on the program and, and, and certainly get involved in the show. That's one of the aspects of Education, Leadership, and Beyond is that uh, it is live and you can be part of the show. So jump in. Uh, and again, we'll meet Phil Rossetti here in a moment uh, to welcome him to the show couple of things to get started uh today's sponsor the World Education Summit that is happening uh check that website out just Google World Education Summit 2023 uh, and that is exactly what it is it's a virtual conference from leaders all over the place and I'm proud to be an ambassador I'm proud to uh, be part of that uh, and again whether here in the United States or around the world helping educators, Try to be their best selves, right? We have an award-winning assistant principal on today. We're going to learn from him. uh, And you can do that by joining the World Education Summit. It is March 20 to 23. Listen to that. March 20, 23, 2023. So the dates are March 20th to 23 in 2023, which is pretty cool. I wonder if they did that on purpose. So all right. Let's get rolling uh, the opening concept here. So I was up in Maine uh, it was this fall. Uh, it was actually beautiful. The cold had not hit yet. We're going to ask Phil about the cold. Um, and <clears throat> there was a lobster bake, right? When you're up in Maine, what do you do? You have some lobster. And, I, you know, I'm an eater. I like food. I like different foods. The lobsters there, the shells on it. I don't really know how to do it. You know, you got the the, the clippers, the things. You, and, and it's laying there. It's got the claws. I'm like, uh, you know. And you sit next to the guy who knows what he's doing. <clears throat> I sat next to Matt Haney. Matt was a principal up in Maine. And right, he showed me, Andrew, you got this, this is the way you do it, boom, boom. And it went great. And I learned how to eat the lobster. I didn't cut myself. And I wrote a blog about it. And you know, I'm sharing it today, right? As a leader, sit next to the person who knows what they're doing, right? They'll give you some tips to help guide you along the way. Um, Phil's been doing this a long time. Let's bring him into the program because I want to sit next to him because he certainly knows what he's doing as an award-winning principal. Phil, welcome to the program, Education Leadership and Beyond.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good Excited to see to be- you, man. The, the live viewership is through the roof, Phil. Uh, you know, you must have invited the whole state here.
1: Hey, I try my best. You know, I'm not great at the whole <laughs> social media thing, but I'll push it out a little bit and hit a couple of shares and. Probably it's all my family. You know, we got a big family, big Italian family. So,
0: Big Italian family. Welcome to the program, Phil. Phil is an assistant principal, Wyndham High School uh, in Maine. Uh, Phil, before we get to the big award and and all of that stuff, give us an introduction. Who are you? Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll get to know you during the show, but give us an intro.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm a local boy. So I was born and raised in Maine. Uh, grew up in Casco, which is just a couple of towns over from, uh, from Wyndham where I work now. It's kind of funny that growing up, I went to Lake Region High School and Wyndham was one of our rivals. So um, it's kind of funny to be here. It's kind of like, you know, Red Sox fan and then switching over to the Yankees or vice versa.
0: Yeah, baby, come on
1: over. Uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Convince me. I'm going to happen. Um But for me, you know, it's, uh, you know. Growing up in Maine, I love love being here. I, you know, with the lakes region area, so it's beautiful. We get all the summer tourists like you coming up and eating lobster, which is great. Um, but my background and my family, you know, we uh, my parents were a couple of people who, you know, they didn't finish school. They they were uh, you know they went their separate ways and worked hard. And education was not uh, something in their priority as younger um, folks, but it became a priority for me and my brother um and so that become a uh that's kind of a driving force for me my parents were like we're not going to be the same uh problems as we had so push you into education and for me that was kind of kind of got me going in my role in education and um off to college and all those other good things
0: awesome yep. awesome phil uh we had a chance to meet you came up we connected and uh man what an honor you're the uh N-A-S-S-P Assistant Principal of the Year. Well, you are the well, assistant principal of Maine. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. you did I, I, did I screw this
1: up? I'm a runner up. I'm a runner up. So I was a finalist, didn't win it. So put it that way. For the
0: nationalist, you're you're the winner in my heart, but you're All a right. runner. <laughs> Sorry mm-hmm. if I screwed that up. But you were the winner in Maine. Yes. Um, so tell me about that journey. I know you were recognized uh, at NASSP as the main winner, but tell me about that journey and and uh, you know, what that meant for you and your family.
1: Yeah, it was really a surprise. I mean, you know, this is a job that we don't do for awards. I mean, this is something we do for out of passion, something that we love. Um, you know, I'm here to work for kids, my community, my staff. It's not an award thing. So um, my principal, uh, Slyly, uh, nominating me for the award, and I kind of it was funny sitting in. We were sat in a meeting, and all of a sudden, I'm. I did this email pop up. You know, you've been nominated for Assistant Principal of the Year, and I looked at him. I said, oh, seriously, you, you, you did this?" And he's he's chucking. He got a smile ear to ear. He know he he's he's a humble guy too. He likes to fly under the radar like me. But um uh, so I graciously accepted that process, and and for me, it was uh it was really eye opening because I'm. Someone who typically is—I'm a hard worker, I'm a grinder. Um, I'm going to give you everything and try to figure out how to do things. But um, I'm not—I never thought that it would be an award-winning kind of a situation. And um, for me, what it meant to me was an opportunity um, to kind of break out of my shell a little bit, to kind of embrace that moment, um, talk about the cool things going on in my school, my community, um, the cool stuff I—I I try to do. Um, and it was pretty. It was pretty great. And um, my family um, it was a great honor um, to hear to to share that news with them. So, and then to then on top of that to be a national finalist, I was like, this is shocking. You know, I was not expecting that. So many great people that do so many awesome things out there in the world. So, in the states,
0: and that's awesome to hear. Uh, you know, and di- let's dig deeper a little bit, Phil. And again, I you know, I know you you want to deflect. Uh, the praise here. And I understand that, but there's, there's some reasons why they nominated you. There's some real reasons that stand out. We have some people watching Christine's jumping in here. Uh, please jump in the show, introduce yourselves and, and, and tell us about Phil. Cause I know he's a uh, humble, but Phil, give me, give me two or re- three things that you really feel that you stand for. That are some reasons that you were nominated and certainly winning this award.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, one of the big things for me is, um, I've, I've taken and been in this admin role for about I think eight years now consistently. Um, it's the opportunity for me and uh, commitment to my community and to try and bring the community to the school. Um, I think that's been kind of a really um, a driving force for me because, you know, I had a stint, as I mentioned to you earlier, you know, where I was I was one year in South Portland High School, which was a, that's a much bigger community with a lot of resources um, for students. Windham, where we were. were you know, a, a suburban community of, of Portland. And um, so we don't have all the resources. For me, it's been kind of trying to figure out what those resources are, trying to connect them to our, our kids, our community. Um, and so that for me has been kind of a driving force. I think that's one of the big aspects for me is that that essence of community. And like I said, I've, I'm I'm a local boy. I'm here. People know me. I can't, my wife won't go to the grocery store with me because it, it takes a half an hour trip becomes an hour, becomes an hour and a half because people are talking to me. So um, my daughter's the same way. They both like you go grocery shopping by yourself. So, um,
0: <laughs> like a slip, man, you can't go out. you are getting hounded.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's you know talking, and it's because I've been around for so long. Mm-hmm. I know you know I've got the kids of kids, you know, that I had as as students, and it, which is great. I love that. Um, but I think you know my commitment to my kid, my students, uh, my staff, and, and my community is really what kind of drove them to recognize me for for the work that I've, I've done here, at Window
0: and Phil, you know to to have you know the small state of Maine i know it's bigger but you know, the the right. amount of people right to have maine represented on the national stage as you as a finalist what did that mean for your school community did they rally around you like what did that look like and feel like
1: yeah that was that was pretty uh pretty amazing to to become a finalist i think it was it was really nice to to get to that point because it had i'm the first person to ever that happen in from maine and so um i got a lot of great emails from people across the whole state you know way to go excited you know just really uplifting messages and and, you know those things as you know in this job you can get beat down sometimes and it's really nice to hear from others and say you know pat you on the back a little bit so for our community it was really great recognition um you know i I, the funny story of the whole thing i I'll, i'll go to this is when um You know, you get this process and it's a process to be the assistant principal of the year anyway, you go through a couple of panels, interviews, all that piece. And um, once you get the award for the state, you can go for this national award. So I put through the process and uh, you just send them material in. Well, Ron Nazoy, who's the um, president of the NASSP. I'm getting these weird phone calls from Hawaii, so I just kind of ignored them. Like this is some (laughs) spam spam call. Finally, I'm like this person's persistent. I answered it, and I, all it was was a Friday afternoon. I want to get home, spend some time with my family. We picked up takeout that night. I'm like, I'm just out of work. Mind, he, hey, what's up? And he, what can I help you with? He, hey, just want to let you know you're a finalist for Nationalist and I'm like, I felt like a jerk. I told Ron, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> blowing you off. But you got um, the wrong number. <laughs> got the wrong number. But it was it was a great it was a great moment for me. And I, I drove home just thinking, um, wow. you know, just. My family, you know, my mom and dad, you know, just how proud they would be. So just cool stuff. Um, so it was good, it really meant a lot for for me personally, and I know for my community.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And I can feel the emotion uh, uh-huh. in you. And and Phil, it, you know, there's a lot of administrators that watch this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you could bottle up three, right? I'm gonna put these three characteristics, these three strategies, these three things in a bottle and give it. To other administrators, what would those be?
1: Oof, It'd be tough to get three, but I think mm-hmm. the big thing for me is um, you're an
0: award winner. I'll give you a few more. You can, you could well, you're an Italian. Throw a few more ingredients in.
1: Just throw it all in there, right? It comes <laughs> out. It's a great great sauce. Um, I think the first thing for me, you know, you've got to be a great listener. Um, you gotta you gotta just take the time <laughs> to listen to people, give them space to uh, if you know, to share what's going on in their mind, and then to kind of just process with them, you know, what happened? Um, How can you help them? Um, Because you you need to hear from folks. You need to let them kind of have their voice. um, And then from there, help support them with what what their needs are. And then, you know, ultimately, how does that help either, you know, a student or a staff member or, you know, other people in the building? I think for us, that's that's a big piece, um, being a great listener. I think another thing is, you know – Don't be afraid of criticism um that's i like i've said this before you know embrace the suck because it's going to suck sometimes and you have to embrace that moment and don't be afraid of the criticism and um you know that kind of goes back to the same thing remember that you don't know um what that other person's day has been so they they might come at you angry about a situation something that's happened to their it could be a a parent or a kid You, you just don't know what their day has been have they gotten breakfast of, of you know, a mom and dad going through a divorce, or so whatever the situations are, you just don't know those, those things are going on in their life. So you have to really just kind of take a step back. And then you know, when you make decisions, you have to be able to live with that and feel like you're making the decision that's best for either your students, your staff, your, your, your school. And so embrace those moments that you're going to get criticism, be reflective about it. The last thing for me about you know what makes you a good uh, administrator I think you got to find something that brings you joy in this job. If you can't mm-hmm. find something that brings you joy in this job, you are going to be very miserable, um, and that's been my experience. And that may not be the same with others. For me, I, um, you know, a couple of my good friends. I've seen her in the chat here. Um, you know, I always talk about fill your cup up. You got to find something to fill your cup up. If not, it's going to go dry, and so will you. Um, and so you have to figure out what is going to be that positive thing for you. Um, that will help motivate you to come to work every day. Um, cause it, it can be a very isolating job. It can be, um, like I said, there's a lot of criticism with what you do. Um, and you just have to be able to find joy in, in that. And for me, you know, we'll talk about this, I think a little later on too, but for me finding joy is, you know, I, I work, working with kids, working with clubs and activities. And then it's also, you know, for me, coaching football. That's another another joy that, you know, in my life.
0: Great answer, Phil, I loved it. Listen, don't be afraid of criticism and, and the things that bring you joy. That's a great answer. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a book one day here. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, let's get you started. Phil, I opened with a story about Matt Haney sitting next to him with the lobster. I had no idea how to go about the thing. I, 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 you know, I've seen the tales where it's just laying there and you can eat it. Yeah, I was like, what the, you know, and I didn't want to embarrass myself. I didn't want to hurt myself. And he took me under his wing. He showed me how to do it. Who is who is a person uh, for you who showed you how to do it? And whether that's football, whether that's family, whether that's being an AP, who is that person for you?
1: Yeah, so there's a couple people, you know, and I, I think back to when I was, when I started teaching. So I started off teaching, I was a social studies teacher, you know, brand new green guy. And I've had I had the craziest, um, you know, mentor, uh, Terry Christie, who, um, you know, I still call him once a week. We still check in. Uh, I think about you and the hotline, you know, and, and those connections, you know, that's for me is that's, that's my hotline. You know, I check in with him once a week, say how things are going, try to connect um, Is sometimes not as often as I'd like um, but it uh, you know for him he was the person that showed me that you know teaching can be a great time. you can have a lot of fun with kids and, and teach them in a way that's entertaining in a way that they actually learn something and retain the information. so for me that was a, uh, a great a great mentor and another mentor for me in terms of the administration part was Deb McAfee. Um, she was a longtime principal here assistant principal um and so for me you know i was a, i was a new guy i started teaching in um uh february 96 is when i started teaching here and so she came on in in 1998 as a brand new principal and i was i was kind of struggling as a teacher because school was not a great place to be the culture wasn't great um kids were very challenging it was just a her to come in it was kind of like a, a clean slate of some fresh air um and i gave it another gave it another year so maybe this is We'll see how this goes and for her to come in and to lift up other people um change the culture in the community it was this is it was a great place to be um and in 2001 we had our assistant principal leave um you know in august and she came to me and said you know i think this is your your this is something you can do I said okay this you know i'm interested in this i was 28 years old just a
0: wow she
1: didn't really know what the heck i was doing um, <laughs> but she 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 lifted me up and i said all right well let's just, let's try this and you know i did it for that year and um and then i decided to walk away i wasn't ready to commit for the next you know 35 years of my career and in, in administration at that point and so i walked away from it and then dabbled in it over time and then finally for me it was you know talking with her a lot about you know, I'm ready to make this jump. You know, for me, it was about 14 years after that. I, like, I think I'm ready now to commit to this. I need something different. I want to work with kids who are struggling in school. I want to help support them and help them find their way. Um, and she said, you, you should do that. Go, go seek that out. And so that's where I, I sought that out, and, uh, ended up in South Portland and then it was a, a opening here came back to Wyndham, which was great. Worked alongside her until she retired a few years later. Um, but she's just, uh, she was somebody who just, I, I marveled at um, her ability to make everybody feel important, um, to give everybody an opportunity to have a voice. Um, and then she was at everything. Like, I can't even, I couldn't compete with her. She's at every, track me, swim me, you, you, at everything. Like, I, I can't wow. couldn't compete with it. And um, So she was, she was, and she was involved in the community in all kinds of ways. And so we were. We unfortunately lost her about a year ago, and so, uh, but she was just a just such a great person, such a giving person to so many. She never forgot a, a person's birthday, just those kind of connections that you make as a leader, and it's so. Those are the things that we try to we do. We just recognize her. She started a soup day here at the school, and so we just honored her um, just this week with our staff and had our soup day. So,
0: oh wow!
1: So some cool wow. things. So those are the people for me. You know, Terry Christie, Deb McAfee, that were two people who kind of Took me under their wing, um, helped guide me, helped me find my way in my career, and I try to honor them every day in what I do.
0: Yeah, well, and it's certainly working out. Winning this award, a lot of people tuning in here. Uh, Vanessa is here, Kim is here, uh, writing really nice uh, things about you. Uh, keep jumping in the in, in the comments, there, Phil. You know, you're a football guy. You know, when the Super Bowl, uh, they win the Super Bowl. The, People are looking at the assistant coaches uh, to be head coaches next, you know. Um, is this something that's in the cards for you? Do you are you looking to be a principal? Uh, what does that next step look like for you?
1: Uh, that's a great question. I don't, you know, I'll never say never, um, but it's not uh, something I'm seeking out at this time. For me, I really enjoy my job. I have a tremendous principal. He's unbelievable. I have another assistant principal, Vanessa, who has been in the chat Uh, She's awesome. So we have just such a great team that I I couldn't see ever wanting to go anywhere else. Um, It's just work is hilarious at times. Um, And uh, I mean, I love our usually it's about a three to three o'clock to four o'clock kind of debrief with a lot of laughter and a lot of what the heck are we going to do tomorrow or whatever the situations are. But. um, Uh, for me, I don't know. I mean, uh, I considered it a few years back when our our principal then left to be an assistant superintendent. I'm like, all right, if if we don't get a quality candidate, then I I might just say, I'll do it. Um, but fortunately we got a a good quality, a great candidate, I should say, and and now he's our principal. And
0: so I don't know, I,
1: you know, maybe in a few years down the road, um, my daughter is in sixth grade. She's going to be entering high school in a couple of years. She may want me to get that heck out of here. (laughs) <laughs> um, so as we live in district here so she may push me out the door to another place but you know i don't it, it depends it's got to be the right opportunity i love well, what I'm, i do
0: i'm hoping your daughter maria jumps in the chat here i know she's watching your wife sarah yeah uh you know certainly your family support there uh maria if you if you're watching jump in the chat here and tell us something uh your uh, father's not going to mention on the thing here uh so we can get the magic behind the curtain you know uh yeah. Well, you know, I don't know give us might. some inside information, Maria. I'm, I'm counting on you. Yeah, gosh, gosh. It could be dangerous. <laughs> it could be dangerous. Might, might lose the uh, show license here, that's Phil. Let's see right. how it goes. Um, right. Phil, as a leader, right, we're always uh, envisioning ahead. Uh, you know, what's a goal? What's a, what's a goal, whether it's professional or personal, here in 2023 for you? Uh,
1: for me, I, I think it's finding or being consistent. Um, you know, I, tried, I thought about this a little bit just in kind of thinking through some goals this year. And, you know, and I when it comes down to the different things I'm trying to do, like I, I listen, I'm like most of America trying to, you know, get exercise and try to get some, you know, good, a better routine going. So when I thought about this and I started to plan in my mind, it's like, all right, well, it's about consistency. I've got to come up with a de- develop a plan to be consistent in what I do. So I've tried to streamline the routines, whether it be my personal stuff or my work stuff to kind of uh, be consistent in that, be a little more organized. Um, So those are kind of my goals that I'm working on that will help me in my performance overall.
0: Yeah, and uh, I know that was part of what, you know, the presentation up there is about our health and doing those things outside of school that keep us on track. Well, good luck with that. I know it can be hard. I know you get pulled in a, a, a lot of directions, you know. So how about things that help you sharpen your saw? uh, some of the comments in the chat about looking for new ways to support students, uh, things you're doing at the school, innovative ideas. Yeah. How do you do that being there so long and, and, you know, just right the grind, as you said, I'm a grinder. Well, how do you, how do you keep coming up with new ideas and keep yourself fresh?
1: I think it's reflection. I really do. I mean, you have to, if you're going to reflection and rethinking kind of what you do, um, You know the discipline model i'll use that as the as an easy example you know giving detentions suspending kids those things they're they're not productive um um, you know you know it's kind of a challenging thing keep mine is people who think about um you know that i can discipline somebody to do better and that doesn't work anymore and um and i don't know if it ever worked to be honest with you so i think for me it's been kind of thinking about how do we work with kids differently you know kids have baggage. They have challenges just like adults do. Um, I think it's just for me, it's working with people to think about, you know, the first comment to a kid in the morning, like people see me walking around in the morning. Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? High five and fist bumping at times, you know, just checking in with people. It's not, you know, I want it to be a positive interaction, at least the first time before we have to talk about something that might be more challenging. Um, and so I think taking the time, to um, reflect on your practice and I'm not a journaler I know some people like to journal and do those things I'm more of a you know sit down and uh, you know that drive home process what's going on talk to some people to kind of reflect about things and ask people I mean I, I, I love to sit down like the AP conference where you were at Andrew that, that's like a, a time for me to connect with so many people from across the state and just pick brains. I had a, a former student of mine who's now an assistant principal in caribou maine way up there down east and uh he called me up the other day and uh, just said i gotta ask you what are you doing about students and, and vaping And so we just having that network of people to just kind of bounce ideas off each other um is so important and i think it's important for other people to find those people you can lean on. And a lot of those people are in the chat right now. I see putting stuff in there and those are some, you know, that network of people that, you know, things aren't going well. You can call them up and say, I've, I'm struggling with students. And it's okay to say you're struggling. That's the people. People just don't, some people don't want to do that. Don't want to admit that they have a hard time. Um, and
0: Surviving so, and thriving is real, Phil.
1: It is real. I mean, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing a better description than for our job. And it's <laughs> you know, it's, it is that. And I think, you know, it's, um you know you got to work with kids you got to build relationships you got to do those things and it takes time to do that you have to be willing to put the time in
0: yeah and what a nice comment kim bennett wrote here phil is able to hold students accountable while maintaining incredible strong relationships students know he cares for them and understand that he's holding them accountable because he cares that's a, that's an amazing uh, uh statement there thank you kim yeah thank um you. Phil, I see some uh, football helmets behind you. I know football is a big part of your life, the coaching. Um, but when I asked you about some regrets, right, what is something yeah. that maybe, you know, and, and you talked about not pursuing uh, football yeah. in college.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: tell me about that decision. Tell me about that story.
1: Well, it, it kind of, you know, football was a thing I was always in in de- kind of destined to play. I did, like, youth soccer one year, and it was – Not my jam, you know, the ball came to me. I just kicked it the other direction. I was wanted to hit people, I guess, probably way to put it. Um, And, you know, I think, and I talked to kids a lot about this, like growing up as a kid, I had a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with my family and athletics and and, and in football in particular became a great outlet for me. Um, So it allowed me to be like something rough is going on, whether it be school, home, whatever. I'm going to go out on the football field. I'm going to be able to knock the snot out of somebody and, uh, you know, kind of get that aggression out in a, a legal way versus a fight or something foolish like that. So it was a, a huge part of me. And as time went on, I, I really enjoyed it. it you know, and in, in my senior year, I got hurt, wasn't able to play, had an opportunity in college to kind of start to pursue that walk on. And I chose not to, and I think back on those times, and I would work out with the guys. I would do all those workouts with them. And us. I just never pulled the trigger. I was too distracted mm. by other things. And that's the big regret for me is I I didn't take that chance. And so for now it's like I I want to take chances uh, and take some good risks. And that's kind of, you know, going through this process to be an assistant principal. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm a in the shadows kind of guy. I work hard and, and just do my job, but I'm like this is a risk for me to take. It's a good risk to take and it's something that I should do and, and take that chance. And that's kind of for me back in college had that opportunity at Plymouth state and, and just, um, progressively didn't do it. And now I look back mm-hmm. and I say, you know, that's something I, I tell people, if you think you want to do it, do it, um, just take, go ahead, give it a shot. You want to try out for the school play for the lead, do it, you know, you, what do you got to lose, you know, and, and, you know, don't be afraid of what other people think and just take those risks. And so mm-hmm. for me, that's, you know, one of those things I didn't do and I kick myself for it even today.
0: Well, and hopefully you're helping other people, right, Uh, Right. you know, in that. Uh, But you're coaching football now as an assistant principal. Can you still coach?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny. um, You know, I I coached – so we started football here in 1990. So me and uh, another uh, gentleman, Kevin Millington, who's a teacher here at the high school. So we both taught together. We both started football together. And so, um, you know, I have a picture of the very first team up on my wall here because I just the the impact that that had because it really united a group of kids together. It was the island of misfit toys. Is where <laughs> the guys were, and it was all walks of life. And, it, you know, kids that had never chatted with each other now were part of something. And I think about that camaraderie that was developed. I still talk to half those guys today. Um, I have a lot of their kids now in school. Um,
0: <laughs> That's so- an easy phone call. Yo, give take care of this, mike
1: you know, take I, care of that guy it is it is so it, it's funny and and so for me um so i coached right through and and that was one of the things when i decided to leave to go be an assistant principal i was like man that's not honestly was the hardest thing to do was to give up coaching and so um i gave it up for a year and then when i came back to wyndham there was a, a situation that allowed me to come back or to be offered to come back. And I asked my principal and my superintendent and I said, what do you think? Uh, you know, I said, my job is priority. Number one. Um, my commitment to them is, you know, is uh, one practice a week and game nights, which I'd be at anyway. Um, and they were like, yeah, if you can manage it, we'd love to have you do it. it would be great. So I've been so fortunate. So blessed. Cause when I talked to my colleagues around the state, they're like, how do you pull that off? How are you allowed to do that? I can't believe that that's cool. the way." And I'm like, well, I'm fortunate. I don't. Um, I'm fortunate now too, where I'm more of a, I'm more of a consultant in my role. You know, I, I spend more time. I help my my the head coach Matt Perkins, phenomenal coach, and shout out to him. He just got his hundredth win this year. Uh, yeah, baby. yeah, so we and uh, we've been you know two peas in a pod since he took over, and um, so now I help him out with defensive uh, practices, and for me, it's just a huge um connection with kids in a different way they get to see me as a little bit crazier than what i would be in school you know when panama is blasting over the loudspeakers and i'm playing air guitar and warm-ups it's a little different mr rosetti than they'd see in, in the lunchroom. um and so we have a good connection and it allows me to really talk to them about things outside of school um you know whether it be their jobs or hey have you, are you making sure you're working out what's the what's your plans for school beyond you know so it's it's really been um an awesome allowance that my district, you know, provides me.
0: Well, you go back to how you answered about, uh, you know, the the question about, you know, how to be an award-winning assistant. Do the things that bring you joy. And that's one of them for you. And and kudos to you for recognizing that. And certainly your wife for allowing you to do that uh, uh, too. Uh,
1: That was good for you, man. That that was a funny conversation. I, I, went, I when that happened. I came home. I said to her, "I said, hey, uh, there's a chance that I could coach a little football." She goes, mm-hmm. "I I figured, great, you know." But it was she. She knows. She knows, and she's been. God bless her. And my daughter. They've been just um, allowing me to be away pretty much every Friday night every fall for, about 12 years. My daughter's been alive. So
0: that's awesome, uh, Phil. And and you know, for your district for allowing that. And, I mean, that's a win-win to have the assistant principal helping lead all those young men, uh, being a role model for the you know the cheerleaders, all those all those kids involved. Phil, we're coming up to the two-minute warning uh, before right. we get to that stop clock. You know, what is something that I did not ask you that you want to uh, mention here on the show?
1: Uh, you know, I think for me, it, the only thing I can think of is that, you know, I, I hope people recognize that we can learn a lot from students. Um and I hope they're open to hearing students. Um, I, they teach me so much, whether it be how to do TikToks in the hallway or just, you know, how to communicate with, with people. Um, so I'm hoping that people can take the time to, to listen to the, the students that they work with or any young person and just kind of, you know, don't bro- blow them off. Really take the information that they're providing you. Um, how can that help you in your job and your relationship with, with them, whether it be your son or daughter or, or whoever it may be? But for me, you know, I learned so much from students about how to be a professional, how to be a leader, how to work with people. And it was just this week we have a principles of leadership class. Um, I sat down and, and it's a class I started a few years back um, before I shifted off into AP world. And um, so it's cool to see their presentations about. Who they are as leaders, who they aspire to be, who their role models are. Mm. It's just so, such a cool thing to hear them talk about, whether it be coaches or mom or dad or somebody in the community that they have made these connections with. So, I think for us, if we can listen to the kids and the students, um, it's going to only make us better people and better leaders.
0: I love it. I hope they show uh, this, this episode of Education Leadership Beyond a little, uh, maybe on a snow day or, or something. But uh, yep. that's cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. All right, Phil, let's roll. Uh, this is rapid fire. This is us coming down the stretch. You're getting the ball uh, first First down on the three-yard line. You've got to go 97 yards and we're under two minutes. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Throw it deep, baby. <laughs> uh, last book you read.
1: Uh, my daughter will laugh at me because she. I'm, I don't read a ton of books, but this summer when I go on vacation, I read. So I, I really like Lee Child. I like uh, Jack Reacher novels. So Past Tense was the the one I read most recently.
0: There you go. Last movie you saw.
1: Just finished it this morning on Treadmill. Glass Onion, the Knives Out movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Who was that guy? Yep. Yo, my kid my kids like that.
1: Yeah. Favorite dish? Oh, hands down. My mother's lasagna. It's it's. Forget it's, about it. It's unbelievable. It is the best, and I it, it's I, Christmas dinner. It's like I can't wait for. It. I'm salivate thinking about it just to get that. It's it's unbelievable.
0: Who's the favorite in your home, the uh, Red Sox or the Patriots?
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, I wasn't on the list. <laughs> no I know you got me on that one. Ah, oh, man, I uh, boy, uh. Depends on the season, I guess. For me, right now, I'm, be, I'm I'm shifted to the Red Sox. I'm not feeling great about them, though. But it's I'm time, to the time Red Sox.
0: To, yeah, time to turn it. Uh, Bill Belichick is filling in the blank.
1: Oh, someone I I admire and would love to pick his brain and sit down with him.
0: I hear a lot about the library. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know. I got a shout out uh, from Kim Bennett about her lasagna too. Phil, you left uh, her out.
1: There's a story there, Andrew. I don't know <laughs> if have time for it. There's a story. <laughs> uh,
0: are you still a Tom Brady fan, or is he is Tampa Bay and Tom
1: out? I'm a Tom Brady fan. I mean, I, things got a things happen for a reason. He did his thing, so I can't. You left
0: Wyndham for a year. I mean, Tom left. You got to do. You got
1: to. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back. You never know. He's a free agent, so we'll
0: you let never know. Yeah. Uh, I see you have three layers on tonight here on January 19th. What's the best cold hack
1: you have for living in Maine? Uh, remote car starter. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's that's the best for me. I, I've never had a vehicle with that before, till my my truck I bought a couple years ago, and it's like this is this is the best thing I've ever had.
0: You're big tire. Yes, it's a principle uh, of the year now. You gotta have yeah. a start car. Yeah. Um, the best APS are the best because fill in the blank.
1: Oh, uh, I guess they they care about, they care about their students. Um, I think for me, that's the biggest part. You know, they're the best APs because they really care about their students and want what's best for them. And I always say this to my students, school is not one size fits all. It's built to fit most people. Most people can get through it. They can survive and thrive, but others, it's not. So for me, my job, I take great pride in trying to work with them to find the best pathway for them to find success.
0: Nice uh, slip in of survive, thrive, there, uh, I like that. Uh,
1: journal or blog you subscribe to? Uh, I love the daily coach. Um, Mike Lombardi, um, great author, great, you know, just a former GM and and all this stuff. I really enjoy it because it really helps center me in my leadership. I love that every day. I kind of try to read that before I start my day to kind of help me focus in on, you know, some priorities and kind of pick up some things along the way.
0: You shared a lot of passions today, a lot of positivity. What's something that bothers you, something that gets under your skin, a pet peeve?
1: Oh, man, um, I think it's really people who are quick to point the finger at other people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one, um, another mentor, Mike Haley, uh, former football coach, he would always say, you know, when you point the finger at somebody else, you got three more pointing back at you. And <laughs> exactly. And so for me, that's the, you know, people who won't own when they make mistakes. Uh, we we talk about it, living above the line a lot here, and you know people are going to make mistakes. It's what you do afterwards that matters. That's the key thing mm-hmm. for me. That's your integrity. And um, if you can't own a mistake, I mean I make them all the time. I, mean, I tell people I'm sorry, so you got to own them. Good
0: answer. Is knock the snot out of you a New England uh,
1: term? Maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> of, like, my old coach Hammity would talk about that. You know, knock the snot out of somebody. So.
0: Yeah, you got to you got to put the emphasis on "snot" uh, yeah. in the New England uh, accent. That's there, it. best purchase under a hundred bucks that has had a great impact on your life.
1: Oh man, it's my cheap little AirPods. <laughs> so that has really changed how I can operate. So
0: you're big time with the AirPods, man. You fancy?
1: Yeah, they're not that. They're <laughs> the knockoffs.
0: <laughs> best takeaway from uh, this show today that people can uh, walk away with
1: say, find joy in what you do. Yeah. Um, Do things that make you happy. If, and if you're not happy, um, go, go seek out those things that make you feel better about yourself and about what you do.
0: I heard a great quote once that people aren't tired because they're doing too much. People are tired because they're not doing the things that bring them joy, as you said. So that was a great great. answer. Uh, One thing you're curious about,
1: Kind of goes back to Bill Belichick, I guess. I think you know. I'm, I'd, I'd love to. I'm curious about what it, what an NFL uh, game plan looks like. What's the, what's mm-hmm. that build up, and what does that leadership plan look like?
0: He should be reaching out to you, Phil. You're the assistant principal of the year. He could learn something from
1: you. Well, maybe, well, maybe I'll send him an email. Maybe we connect.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send Bill uh, the show and say, "Yo, Belichick, uh, <laughs> you need to learn from Phil here." Yeah, so maybe that'll work.
1: That'd be great. Love, to, I love to love to sit down with them.
0: Something about Phil Rossetti that people don't know about.
1: Uh, you got you started to get a glimpse of it. I'm emotional. I'm I will cry. So mm-hmm. that's something that people. Uh, that's the Italian in me. That the, the passion comes out. I'm emotional, um, and uh, when especially when I talk about things like my family, it gets me choked up. Cause, um, you know, I'm so proud of my parents and who they who they have worked to become, uh, and. and you know, I adore them, and it's—I'm so proud of them, and it's great. Well, I'm All sure proud. they're
0: proud of you uh, making an impact here, and uh, yeah, I thought you were getting choked up here, oh, and I said, like, "Oh man, we're gonna lose them early." <laughs> yeah, uh, gets me. Gets me. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's real passion. Phil, uh, people want to contact you. People want to get in touch with you. What's the best way?
1: Um, you know you've got my social stuff uh, scrolling across the screen there. I think um, but send me an email P Rosetti at RSU14.org is, is probably the best way to get a hold of me really quickly. Um, but I'm available um, anytime look up Wyndham High School call me. Um, I'm happy to help anybody who has any questions or wants to, wants to simply chat.
0: Love it, and your parents getting a shout out there, Philip and Linda. Uh, good stuff. Phil, bring us home with a quote uh, that you love.
1: So, um, my mentor Terry Christie. Um, it's funny when he retired, I took over his classroom, and and, it, it, my, and another person's got that classroom now, and the, the quote's still up on above the door. And it's Don always brings with it the hope of a new day. Mm. So for me, I always think about that. You know, it's just especially on my drive to work, it's. Get a beautiful sunset rolling into work in the morning here and um, i always think about all right this is a a a rebirth an opportunity and so a lot of hope comes with that
0: hope is an acronym hold on possibilities exist Mm -hmm. uh this is phil Rossetti, everyone phil uh it was a true honor to uh, interview you and talk with you um i'm i'm inspired by talking to you and i wish you the best on your journey
1: Thank you so much. I'm inspired by you, Andrew. Keep doing the great work here. I really love it.
0: Let's keep rolling, friends. If I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out at AndrewMirada21 on Twitter. Um, again, check out the World Education Summit. Uh, it's a cool thing. It's, it's amazing to connect with educators like Phil nationally. When it goes international, something like the World Education Summit, uh, I, you know, please check it out. It's happening this March and just Google World Education Summit 2023. We're going to sign off here on show number 234. To our live audience, Christine, Kim, Vanessa, uh, Phil, Christine, uh, you know, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, leave us some more comments and, and certainly spread the show. i uh, going to sign off here on show number 234. Phil, keep rolling, my friend. You too. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, w- way to represent Maine uh, and NASSP. We're going to sign off, uh, and let's get this back up here. This was Phil Rossetti, everyone, and uh, Andrew Morata signing off. Show number 234. Keep rolling. Keep surviving and thriving, friends. Thank you.